This is Jarrell True Love, and we're about to go from single to married. Single to Married is the podcast that explores the journey of finding compatibility in your potential partners and building a successful relationship that leads to marriage. Keyword there, marriage. Listen, whether you're currently single and searching for that special someone or you're in a committed relationship and you're just looking to take the next step, this podcast offers practical tips and strategies that will help you go from single to married. So join us on this episode as we talk about trauma. Now listen, before we get started, if you're looking for an additional resource that can help you understand the importance of identifying your trauma, more importantly, the importance of taking it slow and really getting to know people, I encourage you to pick up a copy of my book, Friends First. Friends First, in a nutshell, is your resource that's going to help you understand the importance of prioritizing genuine, authentic friendship before you attempt to move forward with a long-term committed relationship. Listen, this book is power-packed with tons of new examples, metaphors, and ideas. It has five-star reviews on Amazon, and this is going to be your go-to resource as you learn how to go from single to married. If you haven't already, be sure to pick up a copy on Amazon today. With all that said, let's dive right in to trauma. Listen, guys, I got to tell you a story about 12-year-old Jarrell. 12-year-old Jarrell was just like any kid, you know, grew up in the country, playing basketball, having barbecues with the family, just enjoying my childhood. But when I was 12, my father passed away. But not only did he pass away, but before that happened, rather, he was in the hospital for a few days. And so he was in limbo and we didn't know if he was going to pull through. And I remember like it was yesterday, last day of sixth grade, sitting on the bleachers in the gym, my cousin comes and sits next to me and says, hey, did you know that your dad died? Whoa, right? Where did that come from? And in that moment, I remember feeling very numb. I remember having you know, tons of thoughts and, and tons of words I wanted to say that I could have said, tons of emotions, but it, I, I couldn't get it out. And I think I said something to the effect of, you know, I didn't know that or, or something like that, but I'll never forget that moment. Now, fast forward to a, a few hours later, me and my three siblings, so it was four of us, we were at my uncle's house. My mom comes in the door and she's crying. And listen, guys, I already knew what she was about to tell me. I already knew what the news was. And you know what? I never told her. And so if you think about that trauma, that was twofold. Number one, it, it, it caused me to not know how to express myself in a moment of conflict. And it also caused me to it also taught me that if there's some information, you know, that you shouldn't share it because you don't want to rock the boat or because you don't want to cause any extra problems, so, so to speak. So I never told my mom I knew the news. And so listen, guys, fast forward 20 years later to 32-year-old Jarrell. 32-year-old Jarrell is embarking at the early stages of his relationship with his now wife. But Jarrell at 32 still doesn't know how to resolve conflict well, still holds his tongue when there is something he really wants to say, he, have, he he doesn't want to rock the boat. A lot of people, a lot of men, I would say, definitely suffer from this. We are conflict avoidant. 
we uh, you know, we, we just want to keep the peace. We don't want to argue and, and we don't want to take it to that next level. And listen, guys, that was me. What I want you to understand is that trauma is real. And if you want to go from single to married, you have to navigate your trauma in order to do that. Now, if there is one thing you take away from this episode, it's the idea that your trauma will make decisions for you. That's right. Your trauma has rewired the way that you act or react rather in certain situations. So for example, you grew up in a household where everyone yells and cusses and screams to argue their side of a disagreement, very unhealthy. And so that is how you grew up. That is where you find comfort. But more importantly, you don't know any other way to resolve conflict. You've spent your whole life going from zero to a hundred that anything else feels unhealthy. Having a, a mature, respectful disagreement is foreign to you. You've been out in the streets. You've been, <laughs> for lack of a better term, busting it open. So guess what? Taking it slow feels foreign to you. You, when it comes to relationships, you focused on quantity. You focus on going on date after date after date after date. That when you finally take a moment to slow down, it feels weird. Does that make sense? Your trauma, the things that you've been through, they make decisions for you. Your trauma makes you feel that anything that is healthy is wrong. And so imagine this scenario. You're sitting there. And I'm going to use someone named Sally, for example. Sally, when Sally gets in a disagreement, her trauma is waiting in the corner of the room, arms folded with a scowl, waiting patiently. And when Sally is faced with that conflict, she has two choices. She can make a new decision and choose to do something different. Or her trauma says, go ahead and step to the side, Sally. Just, just I, I got it from here. I got it from here. Since you haven't learned how to resolve this conflict successfully, then I'm going to push you to the side and we're going to do what we've always done, which is yell, scream, fight. Or look on the flip side, Sally. Since you haven't learned how to speak up for yourself, go ahead and step to the side. I'm going to go ahead and come in. I'm going to make sure you don't say anything and you're going to go back home or you're going to go to bed tonight feeling unseen unheard, inadequate, and unable to do anything about it. You're going to feel powerless. And so what I've learned about trauma and why I always talk about it in the books that I write, in, in, in the content on Instagram or YouTube, and in this podcast, is that you can recover from your trauma. You can recover from your trauma by asking what I like to call the golden question. That question is, why do I do the things that I do? Why am I so weak when it comes to resisting sexual temptation? Why do I always give first and give often and overextend myself and then get mad when I get hurt? Why do I yell and scream and cuss and degrade and insult people when they do something I don't like? Why do I do that? 
that is the very first step you can take towards healing from your trauma. And what I found, and when I asked myself that question, that's when I was able to go back 20 years and realize there is something that happened when I was 12 years old that, I, that is still affecting the way I operate in the present day. And so for some of you right now listening to this, you are single because your trauma is standing between you and a healthy spouse. So notice what I said there. Your trauma is the one thing that's standing between you and a healthy spouse, not just any old spouse, because a healthy spouse is the type of spouse that is going to help you sustain your marriage for the rest of your life. So listen, if you want that higher quality man or woman, you have to be a higher quality version of you and you can't be the highest quality version of you if you aren't in control of the decisions you make when you're in the relationship, i.e. if you haven't healed from your trauma. As we talk about trauma today, I have to impress upon you the importance of talking to somebody, asking yourself the golden question. And if you aren't able to pinpoint that first time where, you know, you, you, you felt that numbness or, or that first time that you blew up on somebody or got in a fight or, or went against your own principles because you didn't want to rock the boat. If you can't pinpoint that on your own, please go to therapy. I know some people think that therapy is just like a buzzword, but it works. I've been to therapy on more than one occasion. Go to therapy, but the, the pro tip here, the key is that when you go, have a game plan. Say, hey therapist, my name is Sally, and I have a very hard time not yelling and screaming, not yelling and cussing, not yelling and degrading when I'm in a disagreement with somebody. I tried to pinpoint it, but I can't quite figure it out. I'm looking for a therapist that will help me dive deep into my past and help me uncover why I do the things I do. And the last thing I'll say is that the reason you want to understand why you do it is because once you understand that, that's when you can decide that, hey, I'm not a simp because I was born a simp. I'm not angry because I was born angry. I'm angry because of something that happened to me that was outside of my control. And if that is true, then what is also true is that you can choose to write a new story and make a different decision. I know this might be a heavy episode. I know it may be bringing up things from your past that you've tried to uh, suppress or hold down. But listen, the way that I'm able to talk so openly and freely about the trauma I've been through is how I've been able to heal from it. It's how I've been able to grow from it. And I know it will work for you. So the next time you're trying to forget the past, I need you to lean in and I need you to look for the lessons of the past. I need you to look for the breadcrumbs that are going to point you towards that which you need to heal from. And once you do that, then you'll start to open your eyes up to the to the realization that a healthy spouse is possible. But you have to be healthy first. 
you first. My name is Jarrell Trulove. It's been such an honor to share this message with you today. And I can't wait to watch you go from single to married. Until next time.